Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 57. Woohoo. Um, I remember when it was episode one, man, how far we've come. So my guest today, you guys, you guys love her. She's she's a fan favorite around here. Uh, she's a gifted author, a gifted teacher. She's also the head of evangelism and discipleship at Glory City Church in Brisbane, Australia. Let's welcome my guest today, Mandy Woodhouse. Hello. Hi, welcome Hi. back. Thank you. It's good yeah. to be back. Yeah, it's been it was since like January, I think is the last time we had you on the show. So it's it's yeah long overdue. Oh, in so. January, it was stinking hot here in Brisbane. Yes. And today it is cold. So I have my nice little rugged up sweatshirt on. Your joy yeah. sweatshirt. <laughs> yes, my joy sweatshirt. I love yeah. it. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's very fitting, very fitting for the topic <laughs> today, which is yes. Joy is a weapon. And so I'm yes. going to kind of just let you go. Um, what does the Lord put in your heart? <laughs> that joy is a weapon. What does that mean? What is joy, Mandy? Oh my gosh. So this is going to be a great discussion. I'm yeah. excited about this because yeah. this is something that I'm seeing happening quite a bit um, within the body of Christ. And I know within my sphere, I guess, I, I'm also um, a teacher at the Glory City Academy, which is our Bible school. So I teach evangelism. I have the prayer stream and I teach global missions as well. And there's something is happening. Like our students are just busting out with joy, like just randomly, the Holy Spirit comes and even in the midst of like hard hard situations like a lot of these students come from we're hoping to get more global students but because of the pandemic most of them are from the australia from right. like australia new zealand and um some of them come with like heaviness and brokenness mm -hmm. and they just need a touch from god and we're just we're seeing joy break out more and more and more and that's something I know that's been on my life, but it's always, I think we've talked about this before. It's, it's something that's been the most attacked. Right. And, and so as a prophet, I sit back and I'm like, whoa, I'm seeing pockets of it pop up everywhere, but it's also being attacked. And the Lord was showing me that it's actually a weapon. Like I'm watching, I'm watching students who, um, have this heaviness, have this brokenness, have trauma, have grief, have abuse in their background. And for whatever reason, when joy hits and they may roll around on the floor, it's not explainable. It's hard. You know, sometimes yeah. you're like, well, what's happening there? Yeah. Is that actually the Holy Spirit? <laughs> what is that? But honestly, yeah. they get up and they're changed. They get wow. up and they're different. And it's happened to me before as well. And so I've just been on this journey with the Lord, like, okay, what is joy? What does it actually mean to be joy, to mm. be filled with joy? Like, how do you define it? Cause I'm a teacher. So I want to unpack everything. Yeah. So how do you define it? I'm looking at it in like the Greek and I'm looking at it in the Hebrew and I'm looking at it in all these different contexts. And I'm like, man, we, I can't, I can't escape that. This is actually a weapon mm. that the Lord actually wants to use in this season. Um, 
and I, I believe I had I'd released a word, I think last year that it was a weapon for 2021. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I should have, I'll be honest, I should have sat on that a little bit longer, because I think it's a weapon for more than 2021. Yeah, like everything I, I said, I agree with. But I think it's for just ongoing in mm-hmm. this era. It's interesting know? that you said that just really quick to interject, because for everybody who's curious, January 26th of 2021, the alleged list, you know, we we published it on ours, but I think you released on your blog too, I would imagine. Yeah. We'll put a yeah. link to both, everybody. Um, but I as I was reading it, I was like, this is for today now today, as well. Yeah. So that's great yeah. as well. And I guess as an emerging prophet, I'm learning about dates and stuff. Don't always put a date, you know, but I felt in that moment that I, when I wrote it, that that was just, I knew that it was a weapon. Mm. So headline is it's a weapon and it's yeah. a weapon for the body of Christ. And um, one of the things too, that he showed me, I, I had um, amazing opportunity this weekend to speak um, on Easter Sunday and I was wearing this jumper. And at first I was like, why am I wearing this? Like, I felt the Lord say to me that it's like, it's like camouflage um, because it's a bright color and it says joy and the enemy can't see that. Like Mm. he cannot. And I think I said that in the word that I released last year, that it's a language from heaven and it's found in the presence of God, but it can't be comprehended by the enemy. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the things about joy. I feel like I can't define joy. And we can discuss that. We can talk about it's a fruit and it's a heart posture and it's Mm -hmm. this and it's that. I can tell you it's not just a feeling. Right. We know that. If we walk around thinking that joy is just a feeling or that I'll I'll do that when I feel more joy or, oh, Lord, I wish I could feel more joy. But the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit. Right. And so like joy is it, it's not something that the enemy has. Mm -hmm. It's just like peace, just like love. And so I feel like if we operate in the fruit, if we partake of that fruit and our heart is postured to just be full of joy, no matter what, and we could talk more about this. I have so many thoughts on this, Sure, but the enemy can't, he can't speak that language. Yeah. And so the Lord was saying to me, even my bright and happy color is, was camouflaged to the enemy. Like he couldn't see, it's like he couldn't see it. He couldn't understand it. And so I feel like prophetically, the body needs to be in a place where, man, he can't see it and he can't hear it. And we can actually begin to roar louder, like than than the noise around us like joy needs to be louder than the noise around us. But it's a sneak attack because we're in camouflage because he yeah. can't see us coming. And then when we come, man, it can be so loud. Yeah. It's louder than the noise. Yeah. And I think it. too, like, cause I'm just thinking about what you're saying. Like the enemy can't see joy. And a lot of that is because I think in the word I was trying to find it, but I, 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 uh, I couldn't find it. It's, I have it <laughs> open, but I just couldn't read it. Um, so, um, is that his, his heart is just so, filled with rage and anger and hatred yeah. right yeah. and so it's like yeah. that you know and it's interesting that when you meet people who um who are very bitter individuals yeah and you're not and sometimes they have this almost guttural reaction to your <laughs> like it's just like they're just filled with more bitterness yeah. or frustration or and then obviously there are some people who see you and they're like whoa 
like what you're different. Why are you different? Yeah. You have something I don't have, you know? So I think a yeah, lot of it is totally. a heart posture too with, with humans, I guess I should say, yeah. but Satan is like, he's, he's gone, man. He's just, yeah. So, yeah, gosh. Um, my, my friend Cody and I, Cody is a friend of mine and one of my students as well, but like a family friend mm -hmm. who just carries joy. He carries it so well. It's just, it marks his life. Everyone that sees him knows this is, this guy's full of joy. And, um, he's the kind of guy that can walk into a room and activate it in other oh, people. Yeah. yeah. He's so, so good. But he and I were just having a discussion about this a few days ago. And he said that joy if it's done in partnership with the Holy Spirit, it has the power to call people higher. Mm. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. And I'm actually physically watching that. I'm watching people who, I mean, just with everything going on in the world, it is really hard sometimes to get stuck in that, that anxiety and mm -hmm. despair and the what yeah. ifs and the fear and all those things. But but the person that walks into the room with joy, you know, especially if it's it's a bunch of born again believers, okay? Because we have joy as a fruit of the spirit and it's mm -hmm. part of the kingdom and it's part of who we are. It's actually a part of who we are. Mm -hmm. And that's something I'll touch on in a second because when I got that revelation, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have to stir it up. I don't have to, like, it's not like a, a, a fruit that I have to like, oh, I have this fruit and have that fruit, but I'm waiting for this fruit to grow. And I need to spend yeah. seven hours in the presence of God just to see this fruit grow. No, it's actually yeah. in me. It's it's who yeah. I am. In his presence is fullness of joy. Mm, absolutely. absolutely. And so you do need to, and it's not full, it, it's not a it's not a half measure. My friend Liam says it's not a half measure. It's actually the fullness of joy. So you don't need to be there for seven hours. You just need to partake of the fruit of the tree of life and then have your heart postured to know that first John 4, 17 says, as he is, so am I in this world. Mm -hmm. So Jesus, your joy. Okay. I'm joy. So I'm going to be joy. I, I am joy. It's just getting that mindset. Yeah. And I know we've talked about in the past, the idea, Isaiah 61 says that he gives the you know oil of joy for mourning and a garment of praise which praise and joy definitely go together mm -hmm. a garment of praise in exchange for a spirit of despair or for a spirit of heaviness and that's a spirit and if you look it up it actually means a physical spirit it means mm -hmm. you're not a heavy person you're not a depressed person we've talked about all this a few times yeah but it's, but worth it's always good to re it's always good to revisit you know so yeah the yeah. fact that like, if you're feeling heavy, if you're feeling so A, it's a spirit or B, you just need to take your thoughts captive, yeah. tell that thing to go and say, no, actually I'm not go. I'm not going there today. Here's the hand. Yeah. I'm not going yeah. there today. I'm actually joy. So yeah. if you have to put on a joy jumper or something that makes you a prophetic act of like, no, this is what, this is it. This is an act of war. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is an act of war. Yeah. That's huge. It's my joy. My joy is going to be louder than the enemy's accusations. It's going to be mm -hmm. louder than the fear. It's going to be louder than the anxiety. And, mm -hmm. and that, I think, is where it becomes a weapon. The joy of the Lord is our strength in Nehemiah. Mm -hmm. And like that actually means like you feel stronger. I feel stronger 
when I'm like, no, I'm actually going to be full of joy. I am joy. Mm -hmm. I represent joy. I carry joy. It's a fruit. I've been in God's presence and I got, I have the fullness of it. Yeah. And like, I, I'm just thinking, just thinking this out. But yeah, if yeah. he says in his presence, Psalm 1611, in his presence, there is fullness of joy. He said it. So it that's a that's a promise. It's the word of God. That's a promise. Mm -hmm. And a promise from God is true. Mm -hmm. It's always true. Elsewhere, it says God's not a man that he would lie or the son mm -hmm. of man that he changes mind. That's right. So if there's fullness and it's not half measures, like my friend Liam says, then like when we go into God's presence and we walk out and we're not full of joy, it's not God, it's us. So we've got to change something. Yeah. And I feel like when we get the mindset that it's actually an act of war, where that's the whole camouflage thing, you know, it's actually an act of war to, to have joy because that's that's going to make me strong and and of course the joy of the lord is our strength so it's it's in the lord sure. but yeah i'm just processing this out loud with yeah. you jeff because i feel yeah. like it's in in the processing people can catch on to this that there's something in this yeah and i go ahead no well the, the thing that i was going to say is sort of something that you've you've mentioned before and it's actually was pretty mind-blowing for a lot of people i got a lot of feedback saying like mm -hmm. I, i've talked to tons of people that were like yeah anxiety is an external force like yeah. that was that was like a big revelation for a lot of people so everybody if you haven't watched our other episodes go watch them because we talk all about that but in the <laughs> same way i do feel like for a lot of people you saying i can't remember exactly how you said it towards the beginning of the episode but it was something to the effect of um choosing like we can't always rely on joy like to be fueled by our emotions like to yes. oh i don't i don't feel joyful so er yeah. ergo yeah. i'm not yeah. you know uh but there is some some measure of of grabbing a hold of that of walking in yes. that truth it's not just you know yeah you'll have mo mountaintop moments where all of a sudden boom like if you get yeah. baptized in the holy spirit you know and you're like you know boom filled with the joy of the lord but Absolutely. Uh, because we're human and there's a lot yeah. of waves tossing us to and fro. You're not yeah. always going to feel that mountaintop right. experience joy, right? So Yeah, that's right. That's right. So um, you know, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Mm -hmm. So and the idea from Isaiah that like um no weapon formed against us is gonna prosper. So weapons are formed against us. Mm -hmm. the afflictions, you know, but I feel like in, in this season, learning how to stand and not be moved by what's happening around us. That's one of the ways that joy can be a weapon is to learn, to take your thoughts captive, to learn that if that is a spirit of heaviness or whatever on you, anxiety, whatever it may be, to learn, to tell that thing to go mm -hmm. and to grab a hold of joy. And, and I'm still learning how to do that. Mm -hmm. I do know, going back to the the Isaiah 61 and the, the spirit, that I went through a season when we first got to Australia, um, that joy has always been something that's marked my life. And there have been seasons, there are seasons where I struggled with um, suicidal thoughts and tendencies because mm -hmm. I didn't know who I was in Christ. Sure. And I didn't yeah. realize that I was free. And there were some some things I walked through. But apart from that season, 
joy's always just marked my life. And I think it's because I asked the Lord, is it joy marks some people's life, but not other people? What, what is that? And the Lord just said to me, no, it's because in my presence is fullness of joy and you love my presence. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like every time I'd get into God's presence, even if I was heavy, I would let it all. I've always known how to do that. Let it all out to him. And it was sort of like he would just smear me with his presence, like mm. an aroma. The sweet aroma mm. of Christ yeah. is joy. That's joy is one of the sweet fragrances. And I'd walk away with this sweet fragrance. And so it was just something on my life because I've always loved being in his presence. I've always loved the word of God and prayer. And so I, anyway, I got to Australia and we had, um, we'd given up a lot to come here. And yeah. um, there was a, we sold our house, we sold our cars, we sold everything to come because the Lord said to. And we were senior leaders of a church. We had a strong community. We had a growing itinerant ministry. There's all these things happening there. We had our own home, all these things. And the Lord said, pack it up, leave it all move back to Australia. My husband's Aussie, so that's why we're here. But we came back um, to help with this Bible college. And I wanted to, I loved it. I knew it was the Lord's will. But getting here, the transition was hard for me. Oh, absolutely. And it was just, it was, there were a lot of things going on and and a lot of expectations I had when I got here that weren't met. And, you know, it was, anyway, um, it's all good now. But so I felt like this, I had actually allowed the heaviness. I had allowed it. External thing trying to get at me. And I just kept engaging it mm-hmm. and kept engaging it and kept engaging it. And I work really hard to not walk in a fence. I try to keep my heart pure. So I was doing that well. But where other things and people might have hurt us, I would allow the heaviness to come on me mm. instead of clinging to joy, instead of going back to God and just you partaking of that fruit of joy in his Mm -hmm. presence, there's fullness of joy. I'd get in his presence, but it wasn't to minister to him. And that's where the joy comes in his presence when you minister to him. Mm. So I, I would actually get in his presence and vomit out constantly what I was worried about or, or the hurt that I had, which isn't a bad thing. That's a good thing, but we're also created to minister to him as Mm -hmm. well. And I wasn't doing that. And Mm -hmm. I was engaging this thing. And so I was allowing it to stay. I allowed the heaviness to stay. Mm. And there was a moment where um, one of our awesome pastors at my church, Pastor James, was preaching one night. It was during the very beginning of COVID. And we could only have like 10 people in our building at a time. And so all the staff were on a like rotation. So we had like, like three guys on the worship team. And then the camera guy and then like, you know, staff run a rotation. So James was and everything was online. So James, Pastor James was preaching and my husband Cast and I were there and I was feeling heavy. And the weekend before I had gone to Pastor James and asked him for prayer because I because he carries joy as well. And I was just like, I just ah. and James just looked at me and was like, you just need to laugh and have fun. That's what's wrong with yeah. you. I, like that. It kind of like. It was a little insulting at first, but then it also like challenged Don't you me know what I'm way. going through? Yeah, there's no <laughs> laughing yes. matter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, well, I guess he's right. I don't know. But I couldn't seem to get past the heaviness because I had allowed it to stay. Mm-hmm. And so this particular night, 
he had a word of knowledge that someone had twisted their knee and um, I had, and no one really knew. Um, it wasn't terrible, but so I hobbled to the front. He prayed for me, socially distanced, you know, um, and I went down under the power of God and I started to get up and he said, no, I want you to stay there. And I stayed. The Lord did or the guy sudden, praying? The guy praying, okay. the pastor praying. I stayed on the floor and all of a sudden I just started laughing. Mm. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. And I don't know if you've ever cried so deeply before, like deep, deep, deep weeping and wailing that it feels like it's cleansing you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have. The laughter felt that way. Wow. And I literally felt like something that had been like gripping my head came off. Mm. And um, he's a seer in the spirit, this guy. So I asked him after because he wouldn't let me get up. He's like, no, the Lord's not finished with you yet. <laughs> and I just kept laughing and laughing and laughing. My ribs were hurting and my mouth was hurting. And I was just yeah. like, I couldn't get off the floor. My husband had to carry me to the car that night. And that doesn't always happen to me, but it, it happened that night. Mm -hmm. So I asked him the next day um, if he saw anything. And he was like, oh, yeah, I saw you get delivered of that thing. That thing was on you. And wow. I have not been the same since then. Come I actually on. went home that night and did a prophetic painting that I called I Found My Joy Again. Uh -huh. I just like it's and but but it taught me a lesson because I started to look back on the past year and all of the times that I engaged with it, I engaged the heaviness. I allowed the heaviness. The heaviness was louder in my mind. And the voice of the accuser that came with that it was louder than the joy. It was mm. louder than the peace. Uh -huh. and, and that just taught me something. I'm like, wait a second. Like, no, we can't engage this stuff. Like, yeah. joy is my inheritance it uh -huh. is who i am yeah amen and yeah there's so this there's this uh somebody uh genevieve skidmore everybody uh a couple of weeks ago she she was on our show she she yeah. posted this this thing and it says what you choose to focus on and it has like pots plants and then you're water yes. you're watering and it's you know it's definitely a very girly but i thought it was a great illustration because <laughs> it says like love yeah. worry self-doubt guilt anxiety people can kind of see it there and love is yeah. the thing. So it's kind of the same concept you're talking about where it's like where you focus on, on things. That's where you're, that's where you're, what you're going to see begin to manifest. If you're always that's focusing right. on the dread or the, and let's yes. be honest, 2020, like that was like, <laughs> Uh -huh. The gloves came <laughs> off in the spirit and it was just so like true, a lot right? of people were bombarded. So oh, it's like, man. there's a lot of people going, uh-huh. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about, you know? So yeah, that's great. Yeah. And it's still happening. Hey, but yeah. if you look, if you look all over scripture and I didn't write them all down, if you saw my notes, this is, this is me. It's like all over the shop Love on it. my page, but <laughs> that's yeah. just the way that I think yeah. I have like a mind map here, but like, <laughs> The, the idea that like, is it in Psalm two where God says that he sits in the heaven, heavens and he laughs. Mm -hmm. He sits in the heavens and it, I think it says it again in either Isaiah or Ezekiel that he laughs 
And in Proverbs, where it talks about laughter, it's medicine. It's like medicine for our soul. Like there's something in that. Mm-hmm. And I, I know a lot of people. I grew up very traditional. And if I were to see someone fall out laughing in a worship service, I would think they were crazy back oh, then. Yeah. Yeah, but I see now and in revival, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is doing something. There's yeah. like this release. There's a freedom. There's a deliverance. There's, it's a weapon. I'm telling you, it's a weapon. Yeah. But yeah. Um, mm, I had a dream and this is also in the word that I had published last year that I still think about this dream. This dream has actually been a an anchor for me in some ways, but I dreamed that I'll give you the quick version. There were two mountains and there was a demon on one mountain and it was like a Goliath demon. It was massive. Mm. And I was on the other mountain and I was with, um, I was right next to my senior pastor, um, pastor Catherine Ranella, And we had lines and lines like, army like a massive army of christians from all streams all denominations all the networks that i know like all these people that i know personally and not personally whatever just all these people and we all were fully fully in the armor of god and we were standing side to side shoulder to shoulder and we were facing the demon on the other side and the demon was throwing stuff at us i mean arrows he was throwing sickness he was laughing at us he was doing all this stuff Mm-hmm. And I remember in the dream, looking around and everyone, their faces were set like flint and they're looking at this Goliath demon. And I'm looking around like, okay, what are we going to do? What's the next move? Is it going to be take out our sword? Yeah. Is it gonna do? Like, oh. charge, yeah. And yeah, charge. what are we going to do? And I looked at my pastor and, and she, she represents something to me. Um, Obviously, I don't think it's a, it's a word for the body of Christ about her, but she represents something to me. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and she's beautiful. She's got this beautiful smile. And she was kind of leading the charge because it was my dream. Mm-hmm. And she just threw her head back and just started laughing, just started laughing. And as she laughed, it was a ripple effect. Everyone else started laughing. And we didn't even have to use... We didn't have to use the sword. We didn't have to. We just stood there fully in our armor, but we laughed. And as we laughed, that giant demon began to shrink down to nothing. And that has been such a significant dream to me because I just feel like what the enemy wants to do is get us all stirred up. And, And some people will shrink away out of fear some people are will you know sit in the corner and just feel like oh like rocky in the corner like i can't do yeah. this you know um others go into depression others go into other others go into warrior mode mm-hmm. but but it's not actually sometimes what the lord actually wants us to do mm-hmm. sometimes we just have to sit back and laugh yeah. And the more that we just sit back and laugh, like the enemy doesn't understand that. He doesn't get it. And that's where I feel like the joy of the Lord is our strength, mm-hmm. you know? Nehemiah yeah. is standing on that wall and he's got San Balad or however you say the guy's name and all that these guy. Yeah. That guy. That guy is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> trying to like coax him down off the wall and yeah. get him distracted. And and he was not a great guy. So that's like a demonic thing too you know, trying to distract him and trying to 
and he just kept working. He still mm -hmm. had a tool in his hand and he still had a sword, you know, but he just kept working. And I feel like it's because the joy of the Lord was his strength. Mm -hmm. And even I'm talking your ear off. Sorry, Jeff. No, like, this, this is why you're here, Mandy. Come on now. <laughs> this is why you're here. You're normally good. though, normally we have like a tennis match. Yeah. You'll say something. No, say I'm, something, I'm, I'm, I'm just... really liking this. Like I okay, just, cool. I want you to feel, have as much room to just kind of get it out. You know, I know. I so. just want to honor you as well. Cause I, know I appreciate really it. And I know you do. So we're good. Everybody in the comments <laughs> so, is probably gonna be like, no, keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah bring it. No, <laughs> Thanks yeah. illumination. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just like, Oh, I just get so excited. I, the Lord was telling me this morning, um, one of the things, a tool that I use with my students for evangelism, when I teach evangelism, I'm not the traditional evangelist. I know that I am equipped. I am equipped to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. I'm not Reinhard Bonnke, but I just have been gifted to teach others to share their faith and to break off that mm -hmm fear and guilt and condemnation. And I know this talk isn't about evangelism, but the tool that I use is actually was God gave me the in Matthew and in Mark where Jesus goes to the fishermen. And this wasn't the account of the miracle. This was just Jesus going to the fishermen and saying, come and follow me. And scripture says immediately they left everything to follow Jesus. Mm. And the Lord said to me, why? why would you leave everything to follow Jesus? And it made me think for myself, like, why, why would someone give up everything to follow Jesus? So the question that I ask my students is, why is Jesus worth everything dropping? Why is Jesus worth dropping everything to follow? Mm, because if you can articulate that with conviction, mm -hmm. you can actually share your faith. Because wow, the more you think about it, the more you realize, whoa, Jesus, you've done this and this and this, and you, you've given me a new nature and a new creation and all these things, right? You're my friend and you're my savior and you've delivered me and all of those things. Well, the Lord spoke to me this morning and he asked me that question again before the broadcast. And I was like, but okay, what do you say, God? Then yeah. he said, that's actually where you can position yourself in joy when you can say, Jesus, you were worth, worth dropping everything to follow because of these things. Mm. And the more you meditate on him and those things, the more that joy will rise up inside of you because mm. you realize, whoa, this is who you are. And this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And you're living inside of me. Yeah. And you're a good God. And you've set me free. And you've done this. And you've done that. And that prodigal is coming home because of you. And it goes on and on. Like mm -hmm. joy will rise up inside of you. Mm. And so I feel, I feel like that that is a question, not just for evangelism. That's a question sure. for the era. Sure. I, might, I might actually sit with him and get a, more of a word on that. Because yeah, I that's feel really good. it's really, a, it's strong. Like, man. A lot of people that have been Christians for a long time, myself included, when you think of that question, it's really hard to come up with an answer. Like mm -hmm. I take an entire hour with my academy students to get them to sit and sit with him because people don't know what to, no, I don't know. I mean, I've been in church all my life and you automatically want to go to the, I used to be a drug addict. 
but I actually never did drugs. So how, like you go to the bad, the bad sins, right. the radical salvations. That's easy mm-hmm. for those people. But for those of us who grew up in church, mm-hmm. goody two shoes, that's a little bit harder. Yeah. So that's where you have to know what Jesus has really done. What's the substance of your salvation? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. when you're like, whoa, okay, joy is my inheritance. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, like, it's really significant you're bringing this up, okay, about testimonies, because a couple of times within, I don't know, past, you know, two months, maybe, this has continued to come up. And and something that I've talked about with people is, you know, they're like, oh, I don't have a testimony where I like slept around with women, or I was a prostitute, and then I yeah. were a drug addict. And so like, I don't have, I've heard so many people say, I don't have a testimony. And I'm like, you never walked away from the Lord. That's yes. your testimony. Why yeah. didn't you walk away from the Lord? And then yes, that's that good. could even be fuel for people if they're going to sit and and answer that question that you asked. Yes. You know, that could be fuel for that. Why didn't I walk away? You know, yes, um, come on. You know, yeah. and I think that's especially because we're getting a lot of people coming to know the Lord, a lot of people getting their, you know, getting hit with the spirit of wisdom and revelation, getting understanding, experiencing deeper things of the Lord. And they're like, Whoa. And, and so having these kinds of questions asked is so important. Um, Yes. Giving meaning behind the things, even like if, if you've been a Christian for years and you're like, oh, we always say this, whatever it is. Why do we say that? What does that even yeah. mean? You know, yes, and that's yeah. kind of my heart behind this show is, is really trying to like, hey, like, this is why, you know, and, and yes. giving. Ex- yeah. So great. Love so it. Good. Awesome. And also just if you look like theologically the fact that it says we're new creations, Mm -hmm. what does that actually mean? You know, and I won't go into all that. My book goes into that a little bit, but what book is it? Idea free indeed. Hashtag free indeed. The (laughs) link is in the description. Everybody go buy it. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Oh, I always get so embarrassed about that. No, it's good. (laughs) It's weird. It's so weird. Yeah, Uh, I know. But, but like, thanks Jeff. Um, like, And the fact that like Jesus made a way for us to come boldly before Mm. the throne of grace. Yeah. That is part of your testimony, man. Like the guy that said, I once, I once was blind and now I see, I don't know anything else. You can ask me all these hard questions, but all I know is I once was blind and now I see Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be physical blindness. I once was so distant from God uh, that now I mean, even, even look, even as I'm going off on a tangent here, but I get passionate about this, that even growing up in church, we still don't understand the fullness of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Even me having given my life to Jesus at age six, okay, or age seven, um, I I had a three month rebellious period at university, like, like three (laughs) months. That was my, that was my bad, you know, oh, I had a beer. Ooh, that was my bad days, you know, (laughs) like, but the idea that like, there was a moment though, when I was 19, there was a moment when I got filled with the Holy Spirit. Then there was a moment at age 19 where I was like, whoa, something's shifted for me in my relationship with Jesus. I Mm. see him differently. And I see that he sees me differently. Mm. That's a key moment. 
And so as a Christian, sometimes we feel like we don't have a testimony because we've been good all our lives, been in church all our lives, but everyone has a moment Mm -hmm. where God has like, you might have already been born again, but you see him differently. Mm -hmm. Something shifts for people. And that I think is key. And remembering that, here's our transition back to joy. Remembering that will actually cause joy to bubble again Mm because he's good. Like, oh my gosh, that time that, you helped me to walk in humility or that time that I saw you face to face or that time you had this encounter in prayer. Or I felt your love or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Those are times that we have to keep our focus on that because that is what brings joy. Yeah. And, oh, it's so oh, good. It's so good. And yeah. um, I feel like I had another thing. Oh, yes. We have we have a little home group. We call mm-hmm. it a revival group. And our group keeps rapidly growing, which is really awesome. We have a whole bunch of people in our living room, and it's really awesome. But one of the things that our group does is if someone is believing a lie <clears throat> or if someone, um, one of our guys, his dad's really sick. Uh, we have another girl who's just going through just stuff at work that's just difficult. Mm-hmm. We all as a group will be like, I laugh at that lie. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and it just like something happens when we do that. And it sounds silly, but we've got like all like 16 people in our group will be like, we laugh at that lie. Ha, ha, ha. It's kind of like a little inside joke. <laughs> yeah. thing. Sorry, guys who watch this have just ruined our inside joke. Yeah. But <laughs> I just really. Now you can have like a thousand people be like, we laugh at that lie. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Yeah. But it's because God sits in the heavens and laughs. And it's, it's, there's something about that when you do that. Excuse me, when you do that, and mm-hmm. you're like, wait a second. Actually, that is a lie. And we can laugh at that because that's the enemy, because he's a liar and there's no truth in him. Right. Yeah. And so it, it actually, the act of being goofy and going, ha, mm-hmm. ha, ha, actually produces joy and it clears the air. And it's yeah. like suddenly, whoa, the enemy has no power anymore. The accuser has no power. doesn't mean that the situation has changed necessarily, but our perspective changes. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I think that there's times where, and I may have mentioned this on Elijah fire at some point too, but there are times when we, my wife and I talk about this a lot where it's like, sometimes you can get bombarded with, by the enemy with just different things. And it's because almost like you, you get in this protective mode where you, I, I find myself wanting to get silent, just get silent and just be quiet. And I get internal and I, and then it's like, but actually declaring the truth out loud, whether, you know, a scripture or being like, I disagree and getting yourself to that point of actually saying something out loud. Like there's a lot of power in that, like speaking that declaration, especially scripture, like out loud. And it just cuts through just everything. And you feel it just like kind of this, whatever this the shell that the enemy was trying to form around you just busts open, you know? And so I think, I guess saying that to, to, I guess, credit, you know, what you do, you know, ha ha ha, you know, (laughs) Uh, you know, because I mean, it's like, yeah, you guys are being funny, but you're also being sincere and serious about it, you know? So that's right. Because what, I mean, Proverbs says that the power of life and death is in the tongue. Mm -hmm. And, and so I, you know, I don't want to speak death over the situation when I speak life over the situation but also it's a it's one of those things too Roman says um 
faith comes by hearing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes we need to hear ourselves say it so that, that it's a lie. Ha ha ha. Because then faith starts to rise up in us. And then the more that, that we hear ourselves say it, the more faith rises up in us, in us. Then when we begin to declare things again, we're declaring it with conviction. Mm -hmm. Then when it comes out with conviction, it's attached itself to faith. And that's when like the word of the Lord sends the angels to flight. And I believe yeah. God showed me that angels will go to war for us. They're just standing mm -hmm. there waiting to go to war for us to, or to minister whatever they need to do. But we need to declare it with faith and with conviction. Yeah. But we can't do that unless we're hearing it because faith right. comes by hearing. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. Well, and also too, I think that there are, there are people who are like, yeah, but like, I just don't believe it for me. Th that, be that as it may, you thinking that, regardless of that, it doesn't change the fact that it's true, that, that joy yes. is your portion, that the joy of the Lord yes. is your strength. It doesn't change, doesn't make that any less true. So you believing yeah. a lie, even though that feels like the loudest voice to you, doesn't mean that the joy of the Lord as your strength isn't any, it doesn't mean it's any less true. And so right. I think that we have two choices whenever we're faced with the enemy, uh, especially when you're maybe in that place that I described of like, not feel like you have the energy to belt out the truth um, to be like, no, absolutely not. It stops here. That is a lie in the name of Jesus. Yeah. This is the truth. This is who I am. This is who God says I am. So yeah. we have two choices. You can either continue to believe Satan and it's difficult, yeah. or you can start to believe the Lord and what he says. And that may feel like the last thing you want to do. It's kind of like exercise where it's like it, you have the promise of it getting easier. The more you yeah. do something, That's if so you pick good. up a heavy weight, even though it's like, oh, this is the worst. Like I hate doing squats. I hate it. It's it's my least favorite thing in the world <laughs> that I do them. Okay. Yeah. And the more I do them, the easier it gets. And so yeah. that's the thing is like Satan tries to come in and just be like, no, you're you're garbage or whatever he says, the stupid things he says, uh, you smell yes. bad, you know, like, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, you can choose to believe that. And it's, it, you're, you're going to have a hard life continuing to yes. just succumb to the lies of the enemy. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, you're still going to have difficulty in grabbing a hold in of those, those, those truths, those biblical truths. However, you have the promise. It will get easier. It will get lighter. Jesus yeah. says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. For That's a reason. right. Yep. You know what yes. I mean? So, yeah. so true. Oh yeah. my gosh. I was reminded while you were talking too, of, I had, um, I was, I minored in theater arts at one stage, wanted to be a famous actress long time ago. <laughs> God had other plans, Yeah. but, um, one of the theories that we would study in acting is that the action leads to the emotion. And so if you have to play a person that's full of joy uh, and you don't know how, a lot of actors try to, try to you know, attach themselves to the emotion of joy. And, and as a Christian, we try to do that, but we don't have to do that. Yeah, but sometimes if, if there is heaviness, sometimes just the example I just used in our group, 
if I'm not feeling joy and my husband will just go, I, you know, I laugh at that lie. Ha, 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 ha. And then I'll kind of smirk and he's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I do the same thing. Ah, ah, it must be like, a husband trait. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's frustrating sometimes. <laughs> But it uh, makes me laugh. And then yeah. the joy actually comes. Does, you yeah. throw your head back and you laugh. The action leads to the emotion. And and look, I'm not saying that joy doesn't have an emotion. There is emotion attached to joy, but it's not the emotion that defines you. You are joy. Mm-hmm. My friend Cody says joy is both an emotion, sorry, a noun and a verb. Mm-hmm. I love that because he says that we can experience it and we can encounter it. And a lot of times I encounter it in the presence of God or like when worship at our church is thick and heavy, but we also are joy. We are children of the kingdom, Mm -hmm. righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. We carry joy. It's a fruit of the spirit. It's, and if you are partaking of Jesus, the tree of life, then you're partaking of joy. Like, Mm -hmm. You know, and we can walk in that all the time. And it's just a matter of learning to see that. But I do feel like at times we have to do something. Just like you have to do a prophetic act sometimes. Yeah. Have to, there's days where I don't feel very joyful, but yeah. I know that I am. And I put on this joy jumper and then I'm like, okay, yes, here we go. You know, yeah. I, me and as the a color woman. so nice. And I'm just like already <laughs> peppy because, yeah. <laughs> There's power. There's power yeah. in those little acts. Um, another example, which is funny, it's still fresh for me, but this weekend I was ministering in, in another city and um, the Lord, <laughs> it's almost embarrassing, but I'll tell you what happened. I, I got up to speak and um, I love Wonder Woman. I yeah. love a lot of things. But I love Wonder Woman. Yeah. And sometimes people say my hair looks like Wonder Woman. It kind of does. Yeah. Kind of does. Well, today it's a little flat. (laughs) I, sorry, girl thing. But so I got up, and the minute I got onto the stage, I had a hair tie around, around my, um, around my wrist. And I felt like the Lord said, I don't want you to speak with your hair down. I want you to pull your hair up in a ponytail. And I was like, why? Like, uh, why? Okay. And so I said to everyone, I just followed the leading of the Holy Spirit. I said to everyone, um, this is the embarrassing part. I was like, sometimes, you know, normally whenever I preach, I preach with my hair down because it makes me feel like Wonder Woman. And everyone kind of giggled, you know? And I said, but I'm going to put my hair in a ponytail because and I'm from the South. So I started talking real Southern to a bunch of Aussies who loved it. And I was like, because when a Southern girl pulls her hair back, you know, it's on. Yeah. And I pulled <laughs> my hair back and no lie, a woman in the very back of the room the moment I pulled my hair back, got delivered of a demon. Wow. I didn't find out until after that there was just something in that physical act that caused a deliverance to happen. Mm. I didn't say anything. I didn't rebuke a demon. I did nothing. I just listened to the Holy Spirit and I did a prophetic act. And so I feel like for some people, the prophetic act, the key for you is to throw your head back and laugh. Mm. (laughs) Because... (laughs) Something happens when you do that. Yeah. I feel like that's how in this season we can maintain joy, staying mm. in his presence, but ministering to him, just keeping your mind focused. Praise, 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 praise him. Yeah. Remember what he's done. Remember why you dropped everything to follow Jesus. 
thank him for that. Praise him for that. Adore him for that. Let him smear joy on you. And then the other thing I think would be to just throw your head back and laugh do or do yeah. a prophetic act because yeah. I think this is the season that 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 spirit of despair is being exposed. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have actually engaged it and allowed it to stay and not known that they've done it, mm. but it's being exposed now. And I feel like there are people that are trying to move forward and they can't because of the heaviness. So now they're starting to see that there's heaviness. They recognize it and they don't know what to do. But joy is not a feeling. It's a, it's your portion. It's who mm-hmm. you are. Yeah. And so, you know, oh. Well, people are going to get, people are going to get uh, delivered of that spirit of heaviness when you pray yeah. for them. Maybe. Come on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's, let's pray for the people as you feel led. Uh, but mm-hmm. the spirit of heaviness obviously is uh, heaviness and brokenness actually were the two things yeah. that I, I heard at the beginning yeah. that you were to pray for and then anything else that you want to pray for um, yeah. as well. Totally. Hey, yeah. and one last, one last key, I think um, joy, joy does speak louder than the darkness mm, and joy is louder than the voice of the accuser. And so is praise. And so I have a playlist that a couple of us have that we share on Spotify. And it's it's like a playlist of joy. And every song that makes us feel joyful. There's an Australian song. That I can't like play it for copyright reasons, but it's called It's Bubbling. And it's by a, um, a guy, an Aussie guy called Godfrey Bertil, B-I-R-T-I-L-L. And it's like, it's bubbling, it's bubbling, it's bubbling in my soul, <laughs> singing <laughs> and shouting since Jesus made me whole. And it's just like, it's just as like, let's do, 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 do. It's just yeah. fun. Um, Southerners from America would love it because it has that kind of Southern kind of feel. But there's some kind of anointing on that song to break heaviness off of people. And so I like, I even had a t-shirt made up hashtag bubbling like from my friend Cody because it's just there's something about it and so that's another key for people put together a playlist find songs and if you're feeling man just put that on and let your emotions God uses our emotions let your emotions Mm. engage then begin to praise him if you Mm. have to dance dance if you have to throw your head back and laugh do it do it do it do it because I feel like deliverance will come to people Mm. so all right I'll pray yeah So, Holy Spirit, I thank you. I thank you for joy. I thank you for joy unspeakable. I thank you, Lord. Even now I hear him saying that his joy and his delight is you. (laughs) And he is always singing and smiling over you and over me and over Jeff. Mm. Oh, his delight is us. And his joy is us. And so, God, I pray for a deeper revelation of joy for people right now. In the name of Jesus, your word says we're to count it all joy, the the sufferings and the things that we go through. Man, we face trials. Lord, teach us to count it as joy. 
And I pray against a spirit of heaviness and a Mm. spirit of brokenness on people. I pray Isaiah 61 over people, Lord God, that you would give them um, the oil of joy for mourning. For those who are in mourning right now, I just pray the oil of joy that they would literally physically feel it, Mm. that they would feel at at the sound of my voice, people would begin to feel the soothing oil of joy. And I pray for a garment of praise to come on people. And I pray, Lord God, for those who feel broken, God, that you would come and you would put the pieces of their heart back together. And then when you do that, you would just reveal to them what you've actually done, God, and that you would sit with them in the joy, not the brokenness, in the joy. I see that we're going from a season of people feeling like Jesus is sitting with them in the brokenness to Jesus is sitting with you. You are actually sitting with him in the joy. He was sitting with you in the brokenness. It's time to come out of brokenness. I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out. I'm calling you up right now into your inheritance, which is joy with Jesus. And I thank you, Jesus, that in your presence, there's fullness of joy, not half measures, but fullness. And so I speak fullness of joy over people that, that in that time in your presence, Lord, where people are interceding or just like laying out worries and concerns that you would come and you would touch them. And I see, it's almost like I see a picture of, he's just actually like turning your head. Your head is, is in one direction. You're like, but Jesus, there's this and there's this and there's this that's happening. And I'm worried about this. And he just turns your head. Look at him. Look at him. Look at joy. He is joy. And he is in you as he is. So are we in this world. You carry the same joy that Jesus has. You carry that joy because You've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer us that lives. It's him that lives in us. Mm -hmm. There is joy inside of us. And so I thank you, Lord, that you're teaching people about that, Lord, to to just throw their heads back and laugh. (laughs) And I pray for that spirit of joy to come, Lord Mm -hmm. God, to bubble up and to remain bubbling for the rest of, of just their time. Um, on this earth, God, and we don't have to go through the ups and downs that we would just be people of joy. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I thank you for that. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, okay. There's two things that came into my mind. Um, Number one, there are people who you need to stop once this is over and spend a little bit more time with the Lord. And there's actually a, a song that God has been prompting me to send to people. And it's actually brought a lot of breakthrough and it's sung by Rick Pino. That's just amazing. And it's from his altar sessions, his newest yes. album. It's the last song It's called you restore everything and yes. just take 10 minutes, get before the Lord, listen to that song. Like, man, I, man, like just, I, I, I can't not get teary eyed when I listen to that song. Like it's just it's very repeat in my household. Right. Okay. Awesome. Yes. See, right on. Um, yes. and so, so I'm going to put a link in the description, everybody. Cool. Um, and, uh, my producer even said, seriously, guys do that. That song brought breakthrough for me. So yes. there you go. Confirmation. Yes. Um, And the other thing that I wanted to point out is as you're getting delivered of things that maybe were very heavy, there's a lot of people that aren't strangers to know that like I recently went through a very difficult time with a a relative um, and it weighed very heavy on me. And Krista Elisha, she was in town. She did this tent revival and unbeknownst, not knowing what I was really going through fully, she pulled me to the front and spoke some things regarding that specific thing. 
and God brought yeah. a ton of breakthrough. And then I experienced holy laughter for the first time ever. And <gasps> wow, yeah. And, um, and then fell out, you know, and that was great. But the thing that leading up to that moment, God is speaking to me a lot about sonship and, yes. and showing me through that moment, he's not sitting there like, Jeff, you were believing lies. You were believing lies yes. and, and you were trying to take this all on your own. How dare you? I'm so disappointed. It, it was just, I was hit with this joy. Like I've never experienced before from the Lord yes. and, and he brought so much healing. So know that like, God is not angry. Yeah. He's not upset at you. That's like right. he loves you and he wants you to experience that joy. He wants his That's children right. to experience joy in the Holy yes. spirit. So be encouraged everybody that Rick Pino song, a link to it is in the description. It's called you restore everything. So yes. um, just take some time before the Lord, Mandy, you have books. What kinds of books do you have? <laughs> okay. I've got, um, I have three, I have three books. I'm working on a fourth. Um, so I've got the first book I ever wrote was called Daughter in the Meadow. They're all, you can find them all on Amazon. Um, they're probably the, the easiest to find on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if you're in Australia, they're now all on Amazon Australia for a much cheaper price than they were. So I'm not really doing it through my website anymore, but because so, it's easy to find Amazon, but mm -hmm. Daughter in the Meadow, which is just about encounters that I had in um, on my journey to finding like deep intimacy with the Lord and and finding that I'm a daughter before I'm anything else. And that everything I do flows from the place of intimacy. Mm -hmm. Then I've got Identity Truth Bombs, which is a 30 day devotional because I love teaching people about their identity yeah. and there's space in the book to do like prophetic journaling or prophetic art or whatever. Um, and then the most recent I released two years ago is called free indeed. And it's just, a, it's also about identity and about this, the substance of what Jesus has actually done for us as new creations. Mm -hmm. So awesome. Yay. Go buy them people. Go buy them. <laughs> also, Mandy, how can people follow you? Um, YouTube, Outrageous Hope, Mandy Woodhouse, Outrageous Hope. And then my website, um, Mandy Woodhouse, Outrageous Hope.com. And I am on Facebook, Mandy or Mandy Woodhouse, Outrageous Hope on Facebook. I am spending less time on Facebook. I, I said this in you. January that I'm about to get on TikTok and I still haven't done it. <laughs> I, was, I was curious. I was going to ask you. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting on a full release from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I've just had... That. I had a few things to pray into over the past mm. few months. And so um, I I actually had a dream last night that a prophet uh, spoke to me in my dream and said in four different ways through text message, through a letter, through a phone call and face to face, same prophet said, you're called to the media. Dream switches, text message, you're called to the media. So I feel like God's saying I need to get onto TikTok. Okay. Like, rather than later. So you can okay. hold me accountable to that. <laughs> yeah, everybody. You just heard it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did it to yourself, Mandy. You did it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, all righty. Well, Mandy, thank you so much. It's always, always uh, just the best having you on the show Yay, so. so much fun thank yeah, you absolutely well everybody that is our show be blessed everybody we love you guys and we'll see you tomorrow bye-bye this has been elijah fire 
Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.